imagine having a private chef all of your own. The Kardashians do. Bradley's going to talk about that in just a second here. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Don't forget to vote for all of our selections in the My Talk Awards on our website, mytalk1071.com. You got a private chef, Don? No, but oh. I would love one. Well, maybe someday you could have uh, Christiane Wee. At least I think I'm saying that correctly, and that's Christiane with a K. You can just call her Chef K, though, because, of course, the Kardashian's private chef has to be... Uh, has to have a name that starts with K. Of course. Well, and I saw this story courtesy of our friends at Page Six. Why? Because Page Six had an exclusive interview with uh, Chef K, and uh, that just means SpawnCon. Like, why else would (laughs) the Kardashians' private chef be giving exclusive interviews with Page Six? To Page Six, Mm -hmm. am I right? But here's some of the things that she said, because it'll make your eyes roll out of your head. And frankly, they made mine roll out of my head. Quote, as far as their diet goes, this will not shock you. If if, if I were going to ask you to describe for me what the Kardashians diet was like, what would you say? Um, There's I no correct say, answer, but I think you'll figure it out. I would say um, uh, I would say some. Leafy greens and air. Exactly. Right. Very disciplined. And she says, as far as their diet goes, they're really disciplined. Uh, she she clarifies that they do cheat, but it's not as though they're eating a bushel of grilled cheeses, Dawn. They're all <laughs> about funny. They're all about uh, moderation and staying active. And what follows basically is just a bunch of boring, like, they like to, you know, every once in a while eat a grilled cheese, which this grilled cheese thing kept coming up. And I was like, I haven't really thought about grilled cheese a lot, but sounds good to me. Mm, But I don't know that that would be my cheat meal per se. She talks about preparing meals for the Kardashians and she has for apparently like nine years. She started, I think, as Chris's day-to-day private chef and then slowly but surely started working for each of the Kardashians in turn. Kim, I think, has been the least one that she's worked with because I think Kim is on her whole journey and I can only imagine how just mind-numbing Kim Kardashian's food journey is. But I digress. And all of the kids, like this needs, this is more of one person. And she says that the kids are really like picky. That the kids are way pickier than the adults. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, because that's just life. Isn't like everybody's kids super picky now? Because they Mm -hmm. can be. Yeah, I wasn't given options. options. I was not given any options. We didn't have options. There were no options to give. It was like, here's your food. I didn't know I could have different stuff. (laughs) Well, because we didn't have different stuff. No. We didn't have uh, uh, chicken fingers in the shape of dinosaurs. (laughs) No. Right? Like chicken fingers with dinosaurs. Try explaining that to somebody 40 years ago. I mean, my mom was my private chef. Oh. Tell Honestly, I mean, we had a wonderful garden, and if I could eat like I ate when I was a kid, oh my gosh, I would yeah. love it. Um, but back to the Kardashians, I was just saying, like, they, their kids clearly have all sorts of options, so of course they're going to be picky because they're going to have the option to mm-hmm. voice their their pickiness. Um, it's As I went through this story, the photos of them cheating are like you and I eating. So there's photos of them cheating with pasta, mm-hmm. and it's just them eating <laughs> pasta. I don't know about you, Don. I don't know if you allow yourself pasta. I do, and I eat it on a plate. Yeah. But I don't make it a big deal. You sure. know what I mean? It's like that idea of like, oh, you know, 
she talks about how it's very seasonal, like in the holidays, they'll they'll eat, you know, all the things like bread and pasta and potatoes, like things that apparently they don't eat during the year. And I'm just oh. like, God, that sounds so sad to only allow yourself real food for one part of the year. <laughs> yeah, um, I think they have to maintain a certain look because a lot of their um popularity and uh, you know their their image their physical bodies are i think half of their unrealistic yeah image you know they have shows but i don't know i think a lot of it has to do with their bodies and that's the way they designed their celebrity so but half of it that is plastic surgery too so why don't we have the plastic surgeon doing a Having an article on page six saying, "Yeah, I don't think the, I they look the way they bodies. look because they occasionally eat grilled cheese." No, not at all. Yeah, that's the fallacy of this kind of living, and yeah, this is why I hate when when celebrities eating. display their dietary habits for us because yeah. most of the time it's unattainable, unrealistic, and probably not actually that accurate when you go behind the scenes. Like I would love now. The reason that Chef K was talking to Page Six, they must have some spawn con with Rayos or Rouse or I don't know how you say that pasta sauce. It's real good, by the way. And they uh, you can get it at Costco for real cheap. Um, it's just a pasta sauce that's real good. Mm-hmm. She talks about like a recipe that she makes the Kardashians with that pasta sauce. So I'm like, well, this must be spawn con. Yeah. You know, they're not going to mention um, a brand without, you know, being paid. Yeah, exactly. But if we were to get her really behind the scenes, I bet it would be far more interesting than this article would indicate, right? Like they're, she's saying all the right things, you know, like they cheat, but it's only during the holidays and they allow themselves two cookies and a plate of pasta, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. But like, if you really went deep with chef K, I sure. bet you'd learn some stuff about their eating habits. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you got to get the plastic surgeon on there also to talk about what procedures they've had. Yeah. Because that's sometimes going to be, if because you, it does have a false, it gives people like, oh, if I eat these things and I'm going to have bodies. Well, that's like what I'm have. saying. Like you're, you're not going to nutrition your way to Kim Kardashian's no. butt. And I'm also sorry. a lot of working out as well. Like let's get their trainers on there yeah. and show us how because many they, they have the out. time mm-hmm. to work out eight hours a day. Or whatever it is. And all the food they're eating, you know, the cost of eating like this is most people can't afford to do that, you know. Well, having so. a private chef, certainly, yeah. Like, you <laughs> could eat, I mean, it would be amazing. And, like, so if we had the chance to have a private chef, that would be, I mean, I kind of like cooking too much. I don't know that I would really enjoy having. You are you are Jamie's private chef. Yes, exactly. But he's my personal launderette. You know, like, he, <laughs> he does the laundry, so I do the cooking. But yeah. Um, but sure, in a way, it would be fun to have a private chef who's going to, you know, I don't have to make dinner and it can be, you know, prepared fresh each night. That would be amazing. If you had a private chef in your house, what's the one thing you would so happily turn over to them? Oh, making me salads. Mm. I mean, it'll take me, you know, 30 minutes to make a salad. I know that sounds ridiculous, but after you chop everything up and, you know. Get some chicken prepared yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I've said for years that if I were going to be like Oprah level rich, I'd have my own salad bar. And there would just be, I would hire a person to just keep that salad bar stocked so that yeah. I could go in and have fresh salad whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you can't really, you can't do it for the week because it gets gross. Yeah. You know, 
It's only you can only do a couple days worth. Yeah, you know, or a couple couple salads worth. Couple salads worth, Mike. <laughs> if you had a private chef, what's the yeah. one thing you'd love turning over to them? I do love cooking, so I would just love a sous chef that just did the yeah. chopping. Okay, the chopping is the problem. The chopping. Everything else right. is great, but having to sit there and chop for ten minutes before you start cooking is the issue. Yes. Yeah, washing and chopping, chopping and washing and cleaning afterwards. To me, it's not even the chopping. To me, it's the cleaning. Sure. Yeah. Take the dishes away from me as oh. I finish them, and then wash them. Yeah. So that I don't have to stop what I'm doing and wash everything and then start over. That's all of it, too. Like, yeah. I'm forgetting about the wash because I don't leave any dishes before I eat. I clean all of it so that when I sit down to eat, there isn't a bunch of stuff to clean up after. That's I don't why like you just that. need to divide and conquer. And then Jamie does the dishes at night and I can just walk into the living room with my dog. That's cool that you guys eat the same thing. We don't eat the same thing ever. Ever? I don't think so. I think maybe, maybe. Twice a year. Or wow. If he makes a ha- hamburgers on the grill, maybe. So, like, you don't eat meals together? We sit down at the same time. Eating your own food? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, so you're in the kitchen preparing? Oh, that would drive me nuts. Well, we try to time it out. Like, I'll be like, when are you eating? And, like, he'll do something in the air fryer, like his, you know, whatever, chicken. You, like, so you don't don't ever sit down and have, like, I don't know, chicken? Sometimes we'll do flatses. What? Flatsa. It's a flat, a little, uh, it's hard to explain, but it's like a little fake pizza. It's like a, um, you know, those multigrain flat buns that are skinny buns. Okay. And then we take and we put pasta sauce on it and then a little cheese and some pepperonis and we put them in um, in the broiler. Okay. And we make four little. Or yeah. on a flat stone, and we make. But otherwise, you literally prepare your own pieces. meals. Yeah. Wow, Mike, you guys, I feel like you're making all the food. Yeah, we're both we we make it together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we, we do eat it the together. same thing. But that's they're young and in love. <laughs> um, but do you have you all like you, the entire run of your relationship? Have you always been like in the kitchen together doing stuff? Yep. We've always cooked together, right. or just so one fascinating of how yeah. couples do that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like in our house. Jamie sits in the living room and waits for dinner and occasionally will come in and go, I'm hungry. And then I go, great. Get back in the ki- or in the living room until I tell you dinner's ready. It's so Brady Bunch, you guys. <laughs> what you do is so, I've lived no, my life. No, but I love, I, I, I aspire to mic setup where it would be like collaborative. I think it's because I lived my life for 43 years and so did he, you know, separate. And so mm. we had our own tastes and preferences. Well, we didn't meet until we were in our 30s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think people are yeah, just was, different. Yeah. I was single for seven years too. Yeah. My, yeah. No, I think people are just different in the way they do things. Yeah. Um, but because like if Jamie and I were in the kitchen, like, you and Sarah, mm-hmm. we'd be throwing things at each other. <laughs> and I'm I'm being nice here. He's he has a lot of different um requirements. Like he, what? He doesn't like a lot of things. He's very particular. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I no, like I said, everybody's in, got their own. I can't just throw something together because half of it he'll hate. Yeah. Oh, trust. I hear I don't think he's that unusual in that regard because I hear it on a regular basis. Like, oh, this smells like this. And I'm like, great. He and hates mushrooms. If you don't like it, with cream. guess what? Yeah. Make it yourself. Yeah. And then he won't. And therefore, I continue to make it and he just eats it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, when we come back. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. When we come back, there are two northern white rhinoceroses left in the world. That's kind of sad, Dawn, but you're going to tell us why maybe there's some hope for them? Yes. When we come back, right here on my...
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for joining us here on My Talk, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I read an article about a press release that happened uh, a couple of days ago, actually um, yesterday in Berlin. Scientists in Berlin announced the first successful embryo transferred in a white rhinoceros using a method uh, that offers hope for saving a critically endangered northern white rhino. So there are only two northern white rhinos left in the world. Mm, I did not know that. That's crazy. And they're both female. Well, that's problematic. Bad news. Najin and Fatu are their names. And they live under constant protection from poachers in a conservation park in Kenya. They're armed guards at all times. The reason why there are only two left is because of poachers. Yeah. And I think we all know that problem. You know, their horns are, for years and years, this has been a problem. So they are, all the males are dead. There are many documentaries out there about this. But right now, uh, Discovery, it will be on Discovery Plus this year. They are currently doing a documentary on this program they're doing. So there is hope. And this press conference was about this successful IVF They've implanted an embryo into a southern white rhino because these two that are left, these females aren't able. They're, I think, maybe too old to carry the baby successfully. So thank goodness they have 30 embryos left from, you know, previous rhinos that that have died. So they have the this embryo right now that has successfully been implanted and has grown now to, you know, it's just basically a couple of inches long. Um, and this is really good for this entire... Wait, what was a couple of inches long? Uh, the the white rhino embryo. So oh. so they didn't want to do a press release. They didn't want to announce to the world that this has been successful sure. until it got to this point. And it's really just... Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, 6.4 centimeters, 2.5 inches Let's long. Say, that's okay. And it's a male embryo, which is even better. Um so this is a southern white rhino and this is really good just in general for this bio rescue team because this means great things for other endangered rhinos that are out there that you know it could be possible yeah, for, for sure. other you know subspecies or other similar species to carry yeah. other other baby rhinos no that's fascinating so you don't lose them um this kind of thing is it's just would have been like if I would have learned this, like as a 10 year old, this would have 
it would have just plagued me all day. I would have been obsessed with this and just been like, what are we going to do? Oh, my gosh. You know, it was just something that I would have really cared about. So I look but you forward care to about seeing it. Now. it. I do. Yeah. I really do. I just you think about I mean, like, why, why do we story? Why do we let the how do we let this happen? You know, and like, what can we do to make sure? Oh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that you think about when they were 100 left, what was happening, you know. And I know that um, there were a lot of people trying to save them for years and years. Yeah. So then it will take, you know, this article I was reading, which is there's a link on our show page. Um, By the way, it's a Nat Geo article. And um, you can read it one time without having to log in. So if you go to that link. Get your fill yeah, like all <laughs> while you can. Yeah, um, I was fascinated uh, to just read about the fact that, you know, they have these 30 embryos and it will be decades before they can like it will take people to work on this for decades oh, in sure, order yeah. to build this population up. And I just thought about how, you know, I just think about how we would have to make sure that you know, the scientists that are working on it now, what if they die and they'll make sure that new scientists will have to, in the next 30 years, continue the work? And then I just think about, like, everybody just wants to be TikTok stars now and nobody's going well, to go into the Well, you might think science. that, but there are actual scientists in the world. Like, please don't take, yeah, don't, just because you see a lot of people on TikTok. I know. Don't assume that like, the oh. whole world is obsessed with that because they're not. There are actual scientists. And actually, I would imagine that TikTok is responsible for encouraging some future scientists because very you see you, videos so. like this and you think, oh, I want to learn more about yeah. that and how I can help save the world. Yeah, my algorithm must just be like well, it's hot horny. lumberjacks. Yeah. It's horny. <laughs> it's yeah. horny. No, everybody's <laughs> algorithm gets a little horny and it tries to get you. And then the more you swipe, the more it's going to serve you. So then you kind of have to be like, I'm not horny right now. Go away. Yeah. With that, because there, and it'll try you with different things like, ooh, do you want some maple tapping, Don? Maple tapping. You want to see some maple trees t- getting tapped? And then you're like, yeah. And then it's like, oh, here's another maple. And then you're like watching like Amish, you know, ladies boil down maple syrup. I'm just saying like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you go down. For porn, Dan. (laughs) Porn. I got to do it once. It's just what it is. The algorithm is going to get you somehow. Well, actually, my Instagram reels, my algorithm is all cats. Yeah. It's all cats. And now it's showing me like sad cats, like cats being nursed back to health. And I'm like, this is too sad. I got to. Yeah. So you've got to. Don't let the algorithm win. Okay. Don't don't watch too long. Just get it out. Go bite. Get out. All right. When we come back, Brittany, we told you. Actually, we didn't tell you a story, but I am going to tell you a story (laughs) that refers to a story I did tell Dawn off the air. And I'll tell you all about it when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. 
Everybody needs a great family dentist. And if you don't have one, you can have mine. Dakota Dental and Wellness Center, right down in Apple Valley. Super convenient to the Metro. Plenty of appointments available at times that work with your schedule. And they offer a full range of family dental services. Everything from those regular checkups and cleanings to sedation dentistry, fillings, implants, crowns, bridges. I could go on implant surgery, by the way, if you have been interested in dental implants and you might say, well, why would I be interested in those? For example, maybe you need to get a crown or a tooth replaced and you want something permanent that is going to be essentially just like your natural tooth. Dental implants are the way to go. I had this experience last year. I'm so grateful. I did it with one of the best dental implant specialists in Minnesota. That's Dakota Dental. They can be your dentist too. Just head to dakotadental.com and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show. The Adventures of Bradley and Don. Hope you're having a great day. Make sure to uh, vote. We're just one more time telling you. This is the last day to vote for the MyTalk Awards. Go to MyTalk1071.com. And also, you can download our show within the show, Blinded by the Item. Just uh, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Blinded by the Item. And you can go to BlindedbyTheItem.com to send us some tips. What's going on with Britney? Well, we're going to have to do a little bit. Wow. I just hope I don't get a migraine. You might get a migraine from this story, or should I say a boob grain? Oh, a that's, boob grain. I should have thought that all the way through. It doesn't sound <laughs> right. <laughs> that's when your boob just gets a yeah, aching. it gets sore. Yeah, it happens like, oh, sometimes. It just aches, especially if you don't have like a good bra. Exactly. Right? Hey, I saw this story over at the Sun. You know, the Sun is a tabloid. You guys, yeah. What do we say about tabloids all the time? Well. They're kind of trash. Kind of trash, but we love them. Yeah. But we usually think like celebrities are the ones that are kind of like using tabloids to get attention. And then sometimes tabloids just make things up. The Sun is of the list of tabloids where I'm like, I don't know that I really believe everything they say. And the British tabloids, which the Sun is a British tabloid. Yeah, even though this is... Oh, this is the UK edition, actually. They have done some things behind the scenes, as we know. Rude! Who, they're, like, digging through people's trash, and they're paying people off to, like, put microphones on windowsills and... Come and, through. You know, tracking cars, and yeah, so maybe they are legit. Stuff. Well, I came across this headline. Drive them crazy. Britney Spears banned from four seasons in L.A. after she makes guests uncomfortable by going topless by the pool. <gasps> okay. Oh, now, my gosh. If you read the story, essentially it's saying what the tabloid or the headline says, which mm-hmm. is that Britney was banned from the four seasons in L.A. Uh, after guests complained about bizarre behavior and stripping off by the pool. Now, if... Uh, <sighs> Actually, in our world, we probably wouldn't think that was so unusual, right? Because we've yeah. we've seen Britney on Instagram. 
And yeah. she likes to be topless. Absolutely. So this completely kind of, nude sometimes. Yeah. With just a little star. Yeah. Covering up her, you know, choochie. Um, <laughs> well, what do you call it? I don't know. Hoochie cooch. <laughs> There's all kinds of words. Yeah. Anyway, I would I digress. It's not beyond the realm of possibility, right? Like yeah. we've we've seen this story before. But then I read and I was like, this sounds really familiar. Do you know why this song the story sounds familiar? Yeah. Well, you um, do because I you, told you. All you did was you said, "Hey, look at this." And I read the title and went, "Oh my gosh." So you guys, I can't tell you how I know, but I might just know from a source who has some familiarity not specifically with this not specifically with this yeah but let's just say a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. may have had a similar story about britney doing something similar and then you'll remember that there was a story that we saw on tmz about britney being very like vocal inside of a restaurant Mm -hmm. oh at a, uh, it was at a hotel, right? Like, I think this was all, so we know that she and Sam used to go to hotels all the time together. And I don't know if it was specifically the four seasons and my, my personal info, I can't tell you where this went down, but something similar happened. And so I actually read through the story. Now, let me tell you the story that the, the son lays out. And again, I don't know if any of this is true, but the son is saying, quoting the sources within the story, Brittany's been going to the Four Seasons in Westlake Village. I don't know where that is. You said you kind of knew? Yeah, my aunt used to live there. It's She like, lived at the Four Seasons? No, no, Westlake Village. Oh, okay. So it's like north of L.A. Is it like fancy or mm-hmm. what? I mean, the town is kind of fancy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's out of the city. So she would go to the Four Seasons in Westlake for years, and she's been causing a headache for staff. Quote, in the past year, she's been banned from the hotel, unbanned, and is now banned again. Something about that doesn't sound right. Like... Do they ban her or do they just say, hey, the next time you're here, keep your top on? Yeah. Because they go on to say guests have complained that she goes topless by the pool and that makes them uncomfortable. Now, I mean, we know she likes to be topless, right? Yeah. Staff have, quote, talked about it throughout the whole 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 hotel. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate, but she's not allowed on there at the moment. I don't know what that means. On there. Certainly not the spa. Can you imagine what would you do if you were at the Four Seasons and topless Britney shows up? Yeah. Now, if I didn't have some like rumorage in my own life that made me believe this might be true, mm-hmm. you would think to yourself, why aren't there photos? Right? Like, if don't you think that if she was doing this in public so often, there would be photographic evidence? Well, because wouldn't I mean, I guess I wouldn't take photos because I wouldn't feel right doing that. Yeah. But you got to know that in this world, somebody would take photos. I guess since it is a more expensive experience, the guests Mm. probably wouldn't be the type of clientele that would take pictures. That's just what I'm thinking. I just feel like there's got to be some teenagers there that are like, oh, my God. My parents are rich. We're at the Four Seasons. Britney Spears is boobs akimbo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. So you think it isn't true? 
But no, you, I'm asking. No, you do. I, I, th- I, no, I, th- I certainly think mm-hmm. that it's totally plausible. I mean, everything we've seen about Britney is that she loved to show. I mean, you and I have both said this. You said it specifically. She needs to just go on OnlyFans and let her choochie fly. Like, she wants to be naked. Yeah, she wants to be naked. Which is fine. Like, there's no shame in that game. It's just she can't do it in the four seasons at the four bring seasons of the pool. Back for one episode one episode one one what's it called edition yeah i don't even think they do that anymore honey i know but just for one time print it yeah or just sell get a only billion fans. copies yeah um what was the question oh <laughs> it wasn't a okay. question it was here's the thing at a pool at the four seasons it's not unattended there are there are staff there all the time so i think if she takes off her top they're over there right away going honey you can't do that here so she's covering up right away yeah. it's a split second there she's not out there topless for 30 minutes and i always think first because i don't want to get a sunburn you those are tender those are not as tender boobies. They're not out in the sun as much. So well, hers might be, but she's got to oil them up with some sunscreen. So she's lubing them up. For porn, Dan, porn. <laughs> what? I'm just saying she better put some sunscreen on. Yeah. You know, I love that you're that, concerned about the sunscreen. I am. If Britney Spears was at the Four Ouchies. Seasons, <laughs> owie. <laughs> so, do you think it's plausible or it's not plausible? I think it is plausible. I just think they caught it right away. Like they're like, you well, can't apparently not. It, this article says this has happened. It it clearly it says it seems to be a case of history oh repeating God. itself for Brittany, who's had issues staying at the Four Seasons, not just in Westlake but yeah. in Beverly Hills. Okay, she was reportedly in two thousand eight. Yeah, how many years ago is that? A few stopped from visiting the hotel after complaints from high paying guests and staff a legal notice of trespass was drawn up to enlist police assistance to oh, try no. and keep her away from the hotel at that time now i would say like oh, okay man. digging up 2008 britney is maybe a little unfair yeah but if she's still doing this recently apparently at the time she also was and again it's the sun i understand that we're yeah. not taking it that seriously but allegedly at the time she said, do you know who I bleeping am? I oh, built this no. place. I've spent so much money here. I could have bought the bleeping hotel. In Beverly Hills? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's too bad. Okay. Here's an alternative. Here's an, here's something. Just go to France. They don't care if your boobies are out. I dated a French guy and he was just showing me pictures of his family once. And they're at the beach, and it was like, there's this topless. He's yeah. like, this is my sister. And I'm like, what? Just topless. Yeah, no, go to I'm France. Like, go to France or stay in your backyard. That's what it makes. It makes me feel like she's there's like an exhibitionist streak, which I guess yeah, is not that. Yeah, she's definitely got it. Army Hammer wants to bite people. She wants to show her body, naked body off. Yeah. Two separate things, but it's definitely a thing for her. Which is kind of like, honestly, it's confusing because she had to be forced to perform and be out there. Well, and she was sexualized at a very young age. Yeah, and so she does think that that was wrong. So it makes me, 
I'm just, it's confusing. It makes me curious about why she's that way. If she was pushed out there to do this and she comments on it, how she didn't like it, but then she wants to show her body off all the time. I'm not judging her. This is not like a puritanical view of like, don't do it. I just, it seems like it would be the opposite. Yeah. No, I mean, you'd think that she'd be walking around in like a Laura Ashley, like floor length gown Mm -hmm. covering things up because it's, you know. Uh, again, trying this to sort of psychoanalyze Britney is probably not the best thing that we're most qualified for. Yeah. I would just like to say it seemed totally plausible to me. And I just, I, I don't know what I would do. Would I, who would I call? I wouldn't take photos, but I think I would have to immediately call people or text them and say, you're not going to believe where I am. Yeah. I am at a pool and Britney has and her. And your friend would say, are you taking pictures? And right. you go, no. No, but I'll paint, I'll draw some stick figures. Oh, because I don't want to get caught taking photos of Britney naked. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that seems... Nobody wants to do that. Well... It's creepy. If you see Britney topless, don't take pictures. But let us know. Yeah. Actually, don't. We don't need to know that. We just want to make that sure... We do need to know okay, that. Okay, fine. I was just trying to be good. <laughs> when we come back, speaking of being good, we're going to be so good, we're going to win. Actually... I hope I win. Dawn probably hopes she wins. Mike will determine who wins when we play Game Show Roulette right here on my talk. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 107.1. Hopefully you've had a good afternoon and we're going to play a game with Mike. We definitely are. And we're going to play it right after this. Time now to play along. <laughs> it's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is that time once again. We wrap up the show with a little game show roulette. We spin the wheel. It tells us what game show we're going to play today. There goes the wheel. This is our final day of playing head-to-head. Tomorrow we'll play a fun game together as it's Friday. I would like to let the listeners know, and Mike, that he's drawing on his hand right now. Bradley is drawing a face on his hand. No, that's an orange, honey. Oh, he's drawing a face on his (laughs) orange. I love that you thought my hand was an orange. Oh, no. I mean, I couldn't see the orange, but almost just as weird. Is it? Kind of. You ever drawn a face on a piece of fruit before? Nope. Well, there's a first time for everything. The wheel has stopped. Yeah? What is it? It's time for card sharks. Yeah, yes. we haven't done card sharks in a while. Well, we've done card sharks, but remember we play differently now. We don't actually use cards. Yeah. We uh, just, we just do the over-under game. Part. It's yeah. basically like an over-under game, but we use card sharks because that's basically what they do in card sharks. So here we go. We've got seven questions for you. It's going to be over-under situations. I will flip a coin right now. Bradley, call it. Heads or tails? Heads! It is still flipping its heads. Whoa! Do you want to go first or second? I have one of those in a while. Uh, I would like to go second, Bob. Okay, I'm going to read a question. And then the two of you will give me your best answer to that question. And the other one will say it's either higher or lower. Got it. And again, it is card sharks today as I grab a piece of paper uh, so I can keep score. Card sharks. You get the first one, Dawn. Are you ready? Kind of, yeah. We'll find out. Uh, Let's start it off. It's a very easy, fun game to play along with. So let's start it with this one. How many words are there in the King James Bible? Oh, my God. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) There's a start for you. Oh, no. How many words are there in the King James Bible? The first edition of this, I think. Okay. Sure, it fluctuates, but any guess on how many Um, words? I will say 1,300. 1,300. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bradley, 
You want to go higher or lower than oh, tonight? Well, words or pages? Words. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, let thank me you. let thank me you. Thank you. Thank correct you. myself Please here. Please do. Words. Oh, shoot. Um, Don't give her any encouragement, Bob. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, God. Also, oh, God. I have a clarifying question, but I'll yeah. wait till she gives her number. Okay. Well, the clarifying question should be allowed for both should of us. Should it, so? Yes, go ahead and ask the clarifying question. Um, oh, I spilled coffee on myself. The clarifying question that I have is each word, like the number of words that appear individually or the total number of words. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm being told the total number of words. Got it. That's what I'm being told. Okay. okay. Whether this is absolutely 100% factually correct, I don't that's know, what but that's what I'm being told by, told the, okay. by the uh, judges, judges off stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I will say... 200,000 words. 200,000. Bradley, do you want yeah. to go higher or lower than 200,000 words? I'm going to go no. lower, Bob. You're going to go lower. Is it lower than 200,000 words? It's not. Dawn's going to get the first point because uh, she was... Way more. Uh, 783,137 oh, yeah. words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. There's a lot of words. Mm-hmm. All right, Bradley, we go over to your question here. Uh, let's roll through these here. We'll go to the second one. It's a 1-0 lead for Dawn. Your first question, Bradley. What is the average gestation period for a camel in days? It, what are you doing? I'm turning on the computer again. I can do that. Okay. If you in- want. Uh, in days, the average gestation period for a camel. The average gestation for a camel, mm-hmm. like until it's born. Yes, basically. That's the what that full, means. Yeah, yeah, full gestation period. It's probably time between conception to birth. I'm going to say seven months, Bob. Seven months. We're going in days, so oh, days. Um, so that's yeah, that's roughly two hundred ten days. Yep. Don, higher or lower than 210 days? Oh, oh boy. We're talking about the average gestation period for a camel. I'll, in days. I'll say less. You're going to say less than yeah. 210 days? Is yeah. it less than 210 days? It is not. Bradley oh. gets the point. It's over a year. I was going to say, I feel like it's it was going to be longer than humans, but I wasn't quite oh. sure. 406 days. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Is the average gestation period for a camel. to cook in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's got that hump. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That do they have two? Do they have twins? Uh, dromedaries do. Okay. All right, Don, we're going over to you. Third question coming your way. Again, we're doing the uh, over-under part of Card Sharks. We've got uh, this question for you. How many total rooms... Are there in Buckingham Palace? Oh, oh man! Total rooms in mm. Buckingham Palace. Buckingham. And by the way, it's a one-one score. How about a hundred and twenty, Bob? One twenty, Bradley. Higher or lower than one hundred and twenty rooms? It's got to be lower. It's got to be lower. So far, you guys have said lower for every single guess. Mm-hmm. And for the third time, it's wrong. Oh. 775 Whoa! rooms in Buckingham Palace. In fact, staff bathrooms, I think there are over 120. <gasps> That's Good a lot. God. Just staff bathrooms. I don't think That's anyone why it's needs so that. Dusty. Not to be confused with the 68 royal bathrooms uh, that wow. are there. Uh, so there you go. It's another point for Dawn. Fascinating. So far, you guys have been How do you very... even say, like, oh, the toilet in that one bathroom isn't doing well? And they're like, which one? I don't know, the number 68? Yeah, no wonder that guy was able to break in. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we'll go over to you now, uh, Bradley. You can just set the line for this one here. What was the average price for a gallon of gasoline in the U.S. in 1980? Well, 
I was alive. You were. And whew. 1980, the average price for a gallon of gas. Nine, uh, eight, and seven, eight, what? Eighty-two. Eighty-two cents. cents. All right, Don. Higher or lower than eighty-two cents? Average gallon of gas in mm-hmm. the U.S. I'm going to say nineteen eighty. More or less than I, eighty-two cents. I would say lower. For the fourth straight time, you guys are going lower. <laughs> and for the fourth straight time, uh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Is a, it like ninety something? A buck nineteen. Wow. Well, not in Texas at one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was average 99 price, cents when I was in high school. Same. So how did that happen? Average price, average, U.S., 1980. California, they probably eight, had to pay a lot. 19. Okay. All right, let's go back over to uh, our next. Tied? We've got two more. Yep, we got two more to get through, oh and then a tiebreaker if needed. Uh, the average cow, uh, setting this line, is going to be Dawn. Okay. The average cow produces how many gallons of milk a day? Okay, a day. The average cow produces mm-hmm. how many gallons of milk a day? Let's see. Thank <laughs> you. Um, counting as she's doing it. Yeah. I would say four. Four gallons. Bradley, over or under four gallons of milk a day. Well, I want to break the trend, but now you're making me feel like, what if, because it's finally under. So I'm going to say over. You're going to break the trend? Yeah. Correctly so. 6.5 gallons ah, of milk a day. Not far though, Dawn. Not far. That was a good line there. I would have said like 30. All right. I mean, I have no Oh, clue. my God. So, Bradley, you're going to set this line, Dawn. You'll have a chance to get this final point to force a tiebreaker. If not, uh, okay. it's all over. All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bradley, you're setting the line here. How tall was the 19th century circus performer Charles Stratton, better known as General Tom Thumb? Mm, let's see. My thumb is like Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb. How tall was 19th century circus entertainer Charles Stratton, better known as by General Tom Thumb? Any guess? Oh, my God. I don't know. Very limited time. Okay, I'm going to say... We have 20 seconds. 20, 30 inches. 30 inches. 30 inches, Dawn. Higher or lower than 30 inches? Higher. You're going to say higher? Yeah. Barely. Ah! Three feet, four inches. So, so be, close! That, that would be, what, 40 inches? Yeah, 40 inches. 36 oh, plus okay. four, yeah. Um, so uh, you got Good that job. one right, John, and ends up in a tie again. That's like the third tie this week. Oh, we have, Lordy. We have been very tight. Wow. Mike, tie-y. thank you so much for that wonderful game. <laughs> no problem. Dear listeners, if you missed any of this episode or you want to go listen to back episodes, we got tons on the podcast uh, to go listen wherever you get your podcasts up next Lori and julia we'll be back again tomorrow until then bye, bye. is fun i'm having the time of my life my talk 1071 everything entertainment